Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 359 for Tuesday, August the 5th. 2014. Hello, I am Robbie Ferguson. I'm Krista Wells. Tonight, we're going to do the biggest unboxing ever. Wow. You've seen big unboxings here at Category 5 TV. You have never seen an unboxing this big. Afraid not. Never. Never, folks. <laughs> well, you guys should see what's coming up in the newsroom. As Almost exciting as the unboxing is, we also do have tell. other exciting news. So, coming up in the newsroom, will Apple hand over its source code to the Russian government? Hmm. WeChat wants to become the de facto wearable OS in China. Airbus has an electric plane due in 2017. And one gaming console will let you play all your old game cartridges. Cool. These stories are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. Hillary Rumble. Krista Wells. Eric Kidd. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. Introducing Belltone First, a revolutionary new hearing aid. So small you can hardly see it. So comfortable you can hardly feel it. For the first time ever, you can control hearing aids directly from your iPhone. Pick up the phone, listen to music, and use your hearing aids like wireless headphones. Hear everything that matters. Try Belltone first. For a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. Hey this guys. is Category 5. Oh, sorry. I stepped on your hey, guys. I was saying hi to everyone. Wow. You go. That's I'm just really, gonna, really rude. This is really great when go you take, ahead. No, you take over because that means I can just sit here. No, go ahead with your. Just, this is Category Five TV. I got other things to do. Well, then I will just go ahead <laughs> and say that Category Five TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech. It's here. That's cat5.tv slash TPN and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. And that's cat5.tv slash IAIB. You're welcome to go. I'll just. Thanks, Crispin. I'm... Hey, did you see the useless box? <laughs> oh, I thought you were referring to your link here because it's useless. Thanks, bud. Yeah. And I didn't see that. Check no. it out. That's <laughs> cool. What does Whoa. it do? <laughs> you just saw the inner workings <laughs> of the useless box. Okay, try it. It's it doesn't really do great. anything, does it? No, it does. Oh, it just turns itself off. She's already got this it is, figured out. This is like what happens when I listen to you when you talk. Okay, okay, Robbie's talking. It just turns off. Just like that? Instant switch? Yeah. The kitten paw comes up and yeah. turns it off? Just like that. Wait, you're you said so, not so to be mean to you this show, didn't you? I did. Not Before to, the show, I made a specific not request. Not to. But then I'm she made sorry. fun of me when I made that request. I feel terrible. It's a horrible thing. Terrible. want to remind you, don't forget, 
Our mobile website is m.cat5.tv. Check it out. And uh, we've got our beta going on right now. And uh, you can joke about my pronunciation, folks. I don't mind. It's okay. (laughs) But go to m.cat5.tv, whatever you do. I also want to say thank you very much for everyone who's contributed to the Studio D project, which, incidentally, you're going to get to see tonight... First time. Sparkly. You haven't been there yet, have you? I haven't. It is not sparkly right now. It's not. Paulo demolished the place. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. We cleaned it up. It was looking real nice. And then Paulo shows up and like, tears the place apart. Poop everywhere. <laughs> Literally. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I really want to go see it. I know. It's going to be great. Uh, it's a work in progress. <laughs> We're working on it. You know, because so oh, I say all this, and those who have seen the videos know, we have Backstage Pass videos up mm-hmm. at cat5.tv slash studio, as well, uh, you can get those on your Roku in the special feature section of the Category 5 channel, uh, but basically, we've taken down the drop ceiling, yeah. been putting up new lighting, getting the wiring done, getting all that stuff done, lots going on. I so, heard you had to rip out some drywall. Had to rip out some drywall to eliminate the mold. The mold's right. gone now, so you'll be That's happy good. about that. Um, and we are raising the funds to uh, buy a new video camera for the studio. I've mentioned that we're using a, a webcam right now. Yes. And the reason for that is because our other camera wasn't working properly. It had some static on the screen. wasn't going to work. Uh, and it's just a consumer camera anyways. Just Here, let's see if I can grab it here. Just this thing. That's what we used to use. So what we want to do is we want to get a proper professional camera because we've got such a wider space to work with. Won't it be nice if we can kind of move around in the studio? A bit yes. more interesting if we're not just always sitting at a very, very small desk. We can move around, do product reviews on another part of the set, um, do interviews. Cool. I think that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really going to take the show to the next level. Um, and it would make us look good. Well, don't know if it's going to do that for my like for me, but uh, it'll 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 make it more clear. I won't be so, maybe I won't be so blurry. <laughs> I meant for like everyone, not just you. Oh, yeah, the but, video will look great. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not what a, a, a makeover. What it's not a digital makeover. Are we getting a makeup crew? We should. We really need one if we go 4K. I think we should. We really do. Just thought. Just I'm here for for help. That's all. Thanks, Krista. Yeah. Anytime. You can find out how you can support the Studio D project and specifically the upgrade to the video camera at cat5.tv/studio. Uh, thank you to those who purchased shirts through our Teespring campaign. We sold 16, which isn't a lot of shirts. Uh, our goal was 50, and 50 would have gotten us to the point where we probably could have bought the camera. It would have been enough proceeds. Uh, 16 gets us some cash from Teespring, uh, but there's still a chance for you to still go to teespring.com slash category five, and you can click the button that says uh, that you want to make a request that they bring the shirt back. So if they have 15 people that say that they want that particular shirt, they will actually go to print, and uh, so then you'll get a shirt, and we will uh, receive the proceeds from that, and it will go specifically toward upgrading our camera which uh, is, is going to make a big, big difference here on the show. So thank you, everybody. Awesome. I got a weird email uh, today. Usually, you, you know, you get... Explain a little. Yes. I was... Well, I just, I, was mean, so really I just mean weird as in, like, I'm sure you get a lot of weird It was strange. Emails. I shouldn't say Like, weird. I send you was, emails all the time. Well, you I'm always sure get... Kind of you get these solicitation weird. emails. Yeah, that, those ones are weird. You get these solicitation emails, and this one was how to gain weight oh well some people need that that's an interesting solicitation i have a secret to gaining weight and it's eat more bacon that's how i did it folks 
You're not supposed to give away your secret. You're supposed to put it on. Oh, right. I need <laughs> to start a YouTube channel and be like, if you want to gain weight, one box eat more bacon. Of seven DVDs. Yeah. 30 minute video over seven hey, DVDs. Hey, if he can do it, I can do it. And sell it. The and then plus, direction. when you order now, you get a second set. Of, uh, can, you, can we throw in some bacon chips? Maybe that's, some pork rinds. That's a good idea. That'd be good. Are you hungry? <laughs> I am. I haven't eaten yeah. tonight. I know. It's just so crazy busy. But interesting to receive an email that was the opposite of everything I have ever received. Well, maybe it just makes you feel good about yourself because you yeah. have those weight loss ones. Oh, look, you go, it's targeted marketing. Go, I've oh, lost some weight. I need to lose weight. Whereas this waking one, you're like, I don't need this. And you yeah. just, because right. you're already good. Yeah. It makes me feel good because yeah. I, I don't want that. I wasn't saying you in particular. I meant to those getting the right. email. I'm the one who got the email. Trying to be. Wait I didn't send minute. it. Wait a minute. Uh, we got a couple of uh, pictures submitted to us from viewers this week. Cool. Uh, Dennis Kelly. So happy to have his TV all set up with Category 5 on it. Let's see if I can find you. <laughs> Boom. There he is. How do you like that? So there he is watching last week's show with me and Sasha. And you guys are looking anywhere but. I know. Like, Dennis Kelly. Come on. Freeze the frame where we're looking straight at you, Dennis. That would be really neat. It'd be like you were, cool. you were all taking a photo together. Just like that. Like it's cool a stuff. group shot. Yeah, and we can crop it off just yeah. perfectly. Uh, also, a shout out to uh, Chris Lee, who sent this one in to us on Twitter. Cool. Just to say that him and his girlfriend were watching the show last week and really enjoyed the show. So we appreciate you sending that in. Very of course, nice. if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's Category5TV. And my personal Twitter account is Robbie. Ferguson. I do not have a Twitter account. You don't. You need one. <laughs> you need one. Hey, we've got an exciting show for you tonight. Lots to talk about. Lots to do. We've got lots of right. viewer questions as well. But right now, it's time for our special feature. Krista and I will be back right after this. I'm here in Newmarket, Ontario to be a part of the largest unboxing that Category 5 Technology TV has ever done. Hello, I'm Kurt Neiman. Neiman Machinery, New Market, Ontario. We're in the process of unloading another container from Geeka. Supplies us with our iron workers that we sell across Canada. These iron workers are designed and uh, made to work with structural steel, uh, ide ideally cutting uh, angle irons, uh, plate, structural uh, shaped profiles, I-beams, T-shapes, and uh, cutting round bars, square bars, and punching holes, primarily used in the uh, structural steel business. We're making base plates, uh, connector plates. Example, what you see here today, all the structural steel on the crane bays, all the connection plates. They're manufactured in Spain. Geek has been building iron workers for well over 90 years, and uh, they're the world leader in manufacturing of uh, automated iron workers and uh, conventional iron working machines. And what's your role with regards to the Giga machines? Uh, primarily sales uh, and uh, scheduling uh, machines with our, we're working with our dealers across Canada. And how many machines are coming in today? We've got 10 uh, machines in this particular container, five of which are sold and uh, a few of them are going out west and the others are going to Quebec, so...
So they actually nail these machines down to the floor? They're nailed uh, securely to the hardwood floor and then they're tied overhead in the container. You've got to realize that these machines are being shipped all the way from Spain across the North Atlantic. So they get into some pretty rough waters at some, some times, but they all arrive nice and secure. We offload them and then we go through another big procedures for checking the machines and uh, before they get shipped out again. So. They'll weigh anywhere from uh, about 1,500 kilograms all the way up to well over 10,000 kilograms in weight. So some good weight there and all that, but we've got a 50-ton crane that we can use to offload and we've got a 15,000-pound lift truck and another 6,000-pound lift truck to help us uh, unload them and get them ready for the next customers. What are these crates? These are crates of all our spares. Uh, we keep an intense inventory of machine spares for all of our machines we have across Canada. So with every container, we try to optimize the cost for customer keeping the cost low by bringing in huge amounts of spares with every shipment we do. So, so these are repair parts and things like that? Repair parts, uh, wear parts, and just parts that we find that uh, customers need for the machine. So. We try to keep a huge inventory of spares, so when somebody needs a part, we've got it from stock for them, so... Planning ahead. That's what it's about. Now that we've got the machines unloaded from the container, the next step is to move them into our warehouse and then uh, arrange for the electrical inspection to CSA standards and then uh, after another quality check they get shipped out to our clients. Geek is the most automated iron worker in the world. Uh, Geeka offers uh, very simple CNC solutions to complete processing lines where we can load up a huge bundle of bars or beams to be actually processed and, and cut and programmed and marked. Uh, for the structural steel industry. So these computerized machines, you say they're CNC, so do they each have their own uh, kind of unit? Numerically controlled, so they have a control, Windows-based uh, PC, uh, basically from programming simple holes to part marking to uh, cutting miters, punching holes, and cutting to the exact length that you need for structural steel construction. Did you hit any kind of snags when it comes to the uh, deprecation of Windows XP with your clients? No, we haven't. Uh, so far, the switchover has been good. Uh, Geeka made the switchover to the, the Windows uh, um, 7 base, is it, I think? Yeah. And uh, that, that transition was done quite a while ago, so we've had no issues at all. So they were already ready for it well in advance? Yeah, they were, so, and uh, they've got uh, simple controls. Uh, easy to use and the interface is there for uh, finding uh, machine defaults so it makes it easier for an operator if something goes wrong you can see at a quick glance what's what's wrong with his machine and why it stopped and easily get it back working again so 
Very good. And I suppose because these are not internet connective and you don't have people surfing the web that you probably don't have too much trouble with uh, with stability or viruses getting into those machines? We, we don't, but actually the machines are network connected, so uh, the client can actually save his work to the uh, system uh, network and, okay. and call. So a lot of the machines will be, they'll have multiple machines and they can call the jobs from the server down to each particular machine, but a lot of them have, uh, they'll just connect them machine to machine or just to stand alone and not connect to the server. But for machine diagnostics, we can get connect to the internet and the factory can actually diagnose the machine from the factory in Spain and make parameter changes in the computer if needed. Fantastic. So if you hit any snags, they're able to fix it remotely. That's right. That's right. Brilliant. These are a few samples, Robbie, of some of the stuff you can cut in the iron worker. This is just a section bar. You can also do this in rounds and squares for just cutting that. Uh, you can also bend uh, on the machine, so um, flat bars. And then this is typically hole punching and also rectangular coping, but you can also do triangular coping as well. In addition to cutting the angle iron, we can also cut it at 90 degrees like this or 45 degrees or in between angles. And I suppose the machine is that specific that you can choose an angle and it'll do its thing? You, you can, yes. So it's uh, that, that specific or the operator can uh, put it in and, and do it his whatever angle he needs to do it as well. So. Very good. That's some pretty thick steel to be, uh, to be manipulating and uh, to that degree. You can work with uh, angles even heavier than this and uh, a lot lighter as well. Beams join in the building or on the floor where they are connected to the floor. You have a series of holes where they bolt it to the floor and then when you join I-beams together they have connector plates and that's where we'll cut those plates to size and then punch the holes for those connector plates in the, in the structural steel. It's a very common application for the uh, iron worker. Another example of the uh, connector plate is on the top of the vertical I-beam here supporting the cross beam. The roof truss is got a plate there that's bolted and uh, welded on there so that another application for the iron worker where we would have cut that angle to length and then punched the holes in there for uh, bolting it to the, the lower leg of the truss. Next we have the hydro inspector. He comes in and each machine is inspected electrically to meet CSA standards. Uh, so the machines are, can be sold across Canada and there's no fear of not meeting any electrical codes. And uh, then once that inspection is done, they're shipped out to the customers. Now, your customers obviously are having to wait for that inspection to take place. How long does that take? The inspection takes uh, really just a matter of a few minutes uh, each machine, but uh, scheduling, uh, we need anywhere from one to two days to get the inspector in before we can ship the machines out once they've arrived. So that's not near as bad as it could be. That's, that's not bad at all. Correct, yes. If I'm not mistaken from what you're telling me, it's almost like a, a blacksmith machine in a way. Similar, and we have a lot of uh, customers that are manufacturing um, buildings, uh, like structural steel buildings. Like every building you see, basically has a structural steel sh uh, skeleton, and that's that's what these machines are primarily used for. But we've got guys making uh, furniture with them. We've got them in small uh, shops. We have them in. Uh, we recently sold one to a farm operation here 
not too far in Mount Albert, uh, just as a maintenance machine. So, so uh, thinking of structural, you know, builders, will they bring in a machine like this in order to be able to create their, like, basically craft on site, so that they are able to build from, say, steel or something yes, like that? Absolutely, and uh, they'll get an order for a building and they'll start uh, the building list and start making all the parts and components for that building and um, get it shipped out. I suppose that allows them to bring in just raw material it and... Does. Yes, it does. So they bring in the random 20-foot lengths or longer lengths and uh, the, the structural and it's cut and punched to length and uh, on these machines. Neat stuff. Well, thanks, Kurt, for being on the show today. Uh, probably the largest unboxing, if you will, that we've ever had on Category 5 TV. Uh, very interesting stuff. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you very much, too, Robbie. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kurt. Wow, I gotta say, uh, meeting Kurt Neiman at uh, at Neiman Machinery, he's one of the nicest guys that you'd ever know. Uh, just and the whole staff there were just so accommodating and really, really nice people to to work with. Um, that was a lot of fun, anyways, to <laughs> to see some of the stuff. And the building that they were unloading in had some really, really interesting machinery happening. And I have no idea what these things are doing at that time. But, like, frightfully huge <laughs> robot arms that come down and slam into something in the ground. And then all of a sudden there's steam escaping. Really was kind of interesting to, to be there and, and uh, to see those kinds of things that I've never really seen before. That's pretty cool. On that scale, yeah. I mean, it's like connects for me. Lego and, you know, dinky cars. And I had little trucks when I was a kid. But bringing something across from Spain... That has that's ten of those deal. machines. That's that's pretty huge. So, um, so thank you, Kurt, for uh, for the appearance on the show, and I hope that everyone enjoyed. I want to say hi to. Uh, speaking of, you know, Spain and and viewers from all over the world, uh, I saw a viewer today from Trinidad and Tobago, and I gotta say, you know, I love 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 Emily, um, nice good Trinidad and Tobago authentic hot sauces. Those are my favorite. Uh, but thank you for watching Category 5 Technology <laughs> TV. Should we take a look? Absolutely. Let's have what a are you laughing at? Oh, it just was like a little a little plug there. That's all. No, I just it I noticed just, it fly by on the screen. It's just like, like hint, hint. Yes. You want to send me any sauces? Was I hinting? No. I just, it seemed But they way. don't sell them locally, folks. <laughs> Last time I said I like just hot saying. sauce, somebody from Barbados sent me... A really, really nice jar of So you just think if you, you say it, people will send you stuff. Yeah. I really would like a pair <laughs> of wooden shoes. I'm so kidding. Oh my Holland. goodness. Wouldn't that be awesome? Clogs or is that what they're called? Cogs. Clogs. Clogs. I don't think they're cogs. I think cogs clogs. are those clogs. little metal pieces that work Isn't together. They <laughs> and Anyways, Krista. <laughs> let's take a look at our map. Here yes. we go. New York. Nice to see you watching the show tonight. Uh, San Francisco, we commonly have people watching from there. Nice to see Melbourne. you. Melbourne. Hello. Oh, Dallas. Spread the word in Dallas. Yeah. Look, we're starting to branch out into all different areas in Texas and uh, Beijing and China. San More from San Francisco. Still. See, it's just people They're jumping on. Popular. And like, oh, I heard San Romania? Francisco. Let's log in. 
Nairobi. Nice to have you watching from Kenya. And Washington. Washington. Yeah, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Bangkok. So this is just our viewer location map. You can see it at map.cat5.tv. Always fun, always interesting to see where people are watching the show from. And in fact, we yeah, we have mail. You've got mail. You've got mail. Did I do? Oh, it's a postcard. I feel like we need to see the front. Here, can you guys? There you go. Uh, uh, Let's see. No, you're not. Reboot your computer means turn it off and on again. See? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, and look, it's a Mac. Oh, no, it's not. Isn't it? Maybe. Oh, it's a, it's, it looks kind of Mac-like. You don't kick your Macs. It says, They're Dear Robbie. For three years. Sorry. <sighs> Good luck on your new studio and finding a new co-host because Krista just quit. Oh, it doesn't say that. What? It says, finding your... <laughs> finding your... Um, programs i think it is progs very oh, helpful yeah. i think oh, it's fi- programs oh, yeah. finding programs very um helpful. p.s watch for fungi oh <laughs> is that you <laughs> all right um, from the uk awesome thanks for sending Hit that Oppo. in Hit and uh, if you'd like to send in a postcard you can of course find our address at the bottom of the website category 5.tv We've got a ton of viewer questions tonight. I think we should jump into the news, and then we're going to yeah. rock that mailbag and see what we can do for you. We'd love to help you with your tech stuff. Uh, just pop us an email live at category5.tv. Absolutely. And here are the top stories from the Category 5 TV newsroom. Russia has proposed that Apple Inc. and SAP Egg. SAP AG? Yeah, we'll and- go with SAP Egg. <laughs> Sounds uh, it's catchy, yeah the government access to their source code to make sure their widely used products are not tools for spying on state institutions. The Russian Mm. proposal was voiced last week when the communications minister met Apple's general manager in Russia and SAP's Russian managing director, the communications ministry said in a statement. It said the proposal was designed to ensure the rights of consumers and corporate users to the privacy of their personal data as well as for state security interests. Well couched in the language, coached in the language of protecting privacy, any Russian move to force these companies to divulge the inner workings of their software could pose a major threat to the viability if they were to lose control of the source code. Makes sense. Russia is not alone in challenging technology companies to come clean about their privacy practices. Governments ranging from Germany to Brazil to China to India and dozens of other nations are revising technology practices in light of the NSA revelations, although most stop short of asking the technology companies disclose their source code. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little over the top. Good strategy, though, Russia. Yeah. Well, we're concerned <laughs> that you might be spying, so... We need your code. We need to read everything that you... Yeah. Could you imagine, though? Seriously. <laughs> think about that for a second. So one person in the Russian government decides, I'm going to make some money here. I'm going to sell yeah. Apple's iOS source code. They're going to find a buyer like that. And it's not making enough of the government. It's just... Uh, that can't happen. There's going to be legal stuff, you know, law that steps in and says there's no. No. (laughs) Well, it was worth a shot. Eh, Worth a shot. Nice try. Good try. Nice try. Mm -hmm. 
China-based messaging app maker WeChat has officially made a foray into wearable devices into the wearable devices market. Wearables from a variety of companies that connect to WeChat system went on sale online in China earlier this month. The market for such fitness bands and smartwatches in China is immature and fragmented in its current state. But it's a competitive market with major technology firms joining the fray. Despite a growing interest in wearables, there has yet to be a leading centralized operating system for such devices in China. Strange as it sounds, WeChat wants to fill this gap with an API that aims to become the de facto wearable OS there. With hundreds of millions of smartphone owners in China already using WeChat's messaging app, its API enables users to log into WeChat and removes the need to download the standalone app. A standalone app. Huh. What's with hmm. the what's with the fad of everything needing to be like fitness apps connected to a wristband or I don't know I think everyone just kind of doesn't want to like what if you don't pockets where do you put your phone what if you you know I don't know they should make it like cut it out I'm not gonna go jogging because I got a bracelet I would no no you wouldn't I wouldn't I would just be, oh, my bracelet says I am not yeah. doing uh, anything. That's all taken off. Still breathing. Yeah. <laughs> still breathing. And, but seriously, give me something yeah. that I can put on both wrists and, and then a HUD and augment reality. And these things are accelerometers so that I can interact with the world, the simulated Shh. world around me. I actually just heard something. That uh, it's something you wear, like like whatever. Maybe it's a band like what or something. I just invented? Yeah, well, okay. similar, but it zaps you if you haven't reached your exercising goal. So if you Take haven't that. reached your goal, it gives Is you. Is this by Doctor Ho? I don't know. <laughs> Get off your yeah. <laughs> That's a good. It's kind of weird that you would say that because you've got things like the uh, the what is it the ab flex oh yeah belt you just sit there and it just your exercise your is for you sit there that's your exercise yeah oh yeah i feel the burn yeah there it is oh yeah i yeah. did five million do you crunches. feel that do you feel that texting on the phone how many while crunches you... did you do 15 five million right there <laughs> and you got this big bulky belt on so now they're gonna zap you if you don't work out yeah well that's perfect maybe mm-hmm. it will flex my abs for me I mean, and I'm not working out. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you're, you're doing sit-ups. You're doing sit-ups. It's all good. It's all good. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Contractions. You're good. Great. Perfect. Abs of steel. Saying you're on to something. I've got really a, a great a, a, a six-pack. I was going to say an eight-pack. It was an eight-pack. In the fridge upstairs? No, it's right here. Oh. But it's it's covered in fat right now. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah. yeah. Not winter. It's all the bacon. I've been reading my email and be like, oh, yeah, I'd like I to would like to eat gain more weight. Bacon. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Yeah. The France-based aircraft maker Airbus believes there's a place in the market for the battery-powered two-seater plane. It showed at Farn- Farnborough Air Show. Uh, although battery weight may keep electric planes from becoming mainstream in the near future, Airbus believes its E-Fan 2.0 will find a real market pilot training. The E-Fan, oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The E-Fan 2.0 has dual electric motors with a total power of 60 kilowatts. Is that right? 1.27 uh, gigawatts. <laughs> 
We drive two ducted fans with blades whose pitch can be adjusted with a 120-cell lithium power battery and can fly for one hour before a 15-minute reserve. The batteries are cooled by airflow, eliminating the need for a special cooling system as the battery gets hot during discharge. Airbus hopes to begin selling the eFan 2.0 in late 2017 for pilot training. It's a pretty cool-looking plane. I think it looks pretty cool, but not only that, kind of a neat concept to think of an electric plane although now i understand from from the story that there are uh the 15 minute reserve yeah so does an alarm go off but you know you don't want to get you too time far to land. out because you <laughs> i have the remote control helicopter and the same thing it's like you know when the battery dies it goes down it's just a risk you're gonna have to take i think i guess so yeah <laughs> oh come on we're at 50 minutes Okay. Have you ever been with somebody that drives like that? Like, it's on empty. The light is on. And they're like, I we'll drove, make it. We'll I drove make here it. like that. Did you? I got to the point where You're I'm actually, home. I wonder if it's slowing down because it's losing gas or and if I'm going, just like going up a hill. I just, you know. Right. Yeah, because when you're on a hill, it, it kind of drips back exactly. to the back yeah. where it's not getting any gas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Risk taker. So don't like, buy her one of those electric planes because... She would immediately crash it yes. after her I've first got, her first flight is, a, is an hour and sixteen minutes, yeah. but still landed safely. Maybe on a building. Stay tuned. All right, we'll see how it goes. The Retron 5 is far from a perfect device, but as the price of buying old-school gaming consoles continues to increase, it's a great option for gamers looking to get back into retro retro gaming on a budget. Of course, it won't make that ultra-expensive Super Mario RPG cartridge any more affordable. The console has the ability to play a staggering number of vintage cartridges from the original Nintendo Entertainment System to Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. The Retron 5 will even let you play Famicom, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and even Sega Master System game cartridges. If you're lucky enough to get your hands on the relatively rare Sega Powerbase converter. If you're a retro gaming fan or want to be able to play those old cartridges again, check out cat5.tv slash retron. That is cool, I gotta say. Yeah, I it's- actually went out and had to buy myself a Super Nintendo because I wanted to play that? old school games that I played when I was a kid. There you go. This, unfortunately, is it, it predates the Super Nintendo. Yes. It's like it's the original NES when I was a kid. Oh, mm-hmm. going way back. Yeah, way, way, way back. <laughs> but how cool is the the concept of this? I don't know if you can see really in the picture, but it has a socket for each of those mm-hmm. cartridge types in the top. So gone are the days of trying to track down an original NES to be able to play right. Mario Bros. Now you can grab a Retron 5. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Plus, then, if you Great did idea. have all of those consoles, then you can, like, you just have one. You don't need to have five. True. You just have one. Yeah, if you're really into retro and you've got games from all these. I guess what's cool about that, too, is you might find games at garage sales, se- yeah. like thrift stores, things like that. But here, you don't have to care. Is it a Sega game or is it an NES game? Don't matter. Just grab it. Stick it in the Retron 5. You got retro gaming? Retron got you covered. You have a Retron 5 party. Cat5.tv slash Retron. You can drink, like, <laughs> Pepsi with the little blobs in it. What? Remember that? Wait, how long Orbits? ago was that? Orbits? Was I alive? No, you were dead. <laughs> no, this you would have been. This was, like, early teens for me. Oh, so Orbits, I was Orbits, I think it was called. Do you guys remember that? It was, like, a clear liquid with beads in it. Sounds really gross. Yeah. 
I really liked it. Nobody <laughs> else did, and so they <laughs> so canceled it. That's why it's not there anymore. Yeah, I was the only one But Robbie it. liked it, so I bring did. it back. Bring it back. Yeah, if you guys want to get more of these stories, you can check out Category5.tv slash newsroom. Category5 TV newsroom is researched by Roy W. Nash with contributions by our community of viewers and Tennessee Frank. Uh, if you have a news story that's worthy of on-air mention, you can email us at newsroom at Category5TV. From the Category5 TV newsroom. I'm Chris Wells. Thanks, Krista. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Belltone. Learn why Belltone is the choice of millions when it comes to fantastic hearing care. Check out Belltone first. It's a revolutionary made-for-iPhone hearing aid. Visit belltone.com or for a free trial, call 1-800-BELLTONE now. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Welcome to the show. My name's Robbie Ferguson. I'm Chris Wells. We've got your questions, folks. She's got the inbox. I up. have them. I can see it. What do you got? What do you got? Well, our first one. Oh, goody, goody. Uh, question from live streaming. Hey, live streaming. Hello, guys. Great TV channel you have. Cheers. I would like to ask your advice on how to start a new TV channel. All right. I have some resources, but I don't know what kind of server, hardware and software, what sound processors. Mixers, yeah. microphones, broadband, HD camera, not webcam, and others. I would appreciate your help to have a clear vision on how I can start. My intention is to create a new TV channel for family teachings, nice. teenagers, young people, marriage, gold age, in our town. Thanks, and we'll appreciate your valuable valuable help. Yeah. Um, oh. That comes to us from David Livestreaming. David Livestreaming. Yeah. Um, that's a loaded question. It's like saying... I want to build a TV network. I want you to tell me how. There's a lot to that question. I will definitely give you pointers. First of all, when I started, I started with a webcam. Now, ironically, we're reverting to to a a webcam. webcam. (laughs) But webcams have come a long way since then. Mm -hmm. They still have limitations. We've got this very, very narrow field of view. Like, I am literally touching the edge of the frame. If you move too close to it, look at what happens. It's got this horrible, wow, Robbie has a ginormous hand effect. Is that why I look bigger than you? Because I'm interested and leaning forward. So if I go back here, it looks like I have a very tiny head. I kind of want to... You're really little. Yeah. Are you like four feet? Four foot? Four foot? I'm standing here. Five? Well, you're like seven foot one. Yeah, well... (laughs) That's that's fine. I have to lower her chair when she comes here. Yeah, I'm actually in the background and he's in the foreground right now. Do you want me to to sing a song from like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? (laughs) 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 That would be you, actually, by the way. All right. Well... Continuing on. Seriously. The fact is, it's it, it. When you're getting started, you just got to look at your budget and make smart decisions based on what you can spend. When we got to the point where we could upgrade a little bit, we went and we bought. I bought something like this, and it's just a, you know, it's a hand camera that you would get for using at home. But what's nice about this, and some of the reasons that I picked this, has an articulating screen, so we could see ourselves. It almost works like a monitor. That's kind of handy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Um, also. HDMI output. So it actually has a live, clean HDMI output. Don't ask me what the camera is. It really doesn't matter. I'm just showing you the concept. It is a, this is just a Canon Vixia HFR10. Cheap, 
$500 camera kind of thing at the time. Probably, like, I don't know if I could sell it for 100 now. Uh, but it's 1080p, so our source video was 1080p, and then we can zoom in on the frame so that I can do things like this. Because with a 1080p source mm -hmm. and we've got a 720p canvas, we can get in there and do some things. So um, check out some of the videos that we've got on, on our website, category5.tv. Go back a, a, a ways to when we've done some studio tours. I remember when Erica Lalonde first started with the show, we did a tour that specifically showed you the technologies that we use here at Category 5 TV. Now, while some of that stuff is now obsolete, such as the camera, right. um, some of the sound system has changed, uh, really the concepts are there. So let me see if I can find that for you because I think it's a really, really good feature and, and it's really done well for us as far as longevity. People are still watching that feature and saying that it's, you know, they're still commenting positively. Um, so linuxtechshow.com is where I'm going to go because that takes you to our channel where we've edited down some of the clips. And I'm going to do a quick, let's see here. I'm going to find it here on linuxtechshow.com. I'm going to do a search for Wirecast 1080p. Creating an online TV show with Telestream Wirecast and multiple 1080p webcams. So that's one episode that you may want to watch. Okay, comes to you from episode number 236. So knowing that it comes from episode 236, you can go to our website and watch it there, uh, or you can get it here uh, on YouTube. Go to linuxtechshow.com, do the same search that I did, and uh, you'll be good to go. That's a good one to watch. Now, you don't have to go with webcams, okay? That demonstration was partially about can you get webcams to work with Wirecast because at the time people couldn't figure out how to do it, and we wanted to show, yes, it is possible. Uh, and it's obviously possible here we are tonight showing you that. So, um, hmm. But webcams do not work nearly as well as an HDMI or an SDI camera. And the reason for that is webcams are USB. USB draws from what? Your CPU. So for every webcam that you plug in, you're going to lose about 40% of your CPU. So if you have two webcams, like on, a, on an average, say, like an i7 or something, if, if you plug in two webcams, there's 80%, and you don't have a lot of overhead to do right. other things. And that's really, really a vague description. But they use a lot of processor power. Whereas HDMI, because we've got a Blackmagic Intensity Pro capture card, that card does the work. So there's not nearly as much CPU mm -hmm. usage when we're working with a camera like that, or SDI would be even better. Cool. So. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Check out our website. Um, can I give one more tip, Krista? Oh, if you must. Okay. I'm going to show you uh, really, really quickly because you were also asking about audio. Yes. Shop.category5.tv. That's our, our online merch store. Okay. So head on over there. The reason that I tell you that, if you buy through this, yes, it will support Category 5 TV, but that's not why I'm showing you. The reason that I'm showing you is because on the right-hand side are our categories, and you'll see that we have studio gear okay in the studio gear category whether or not you buy it through me it's going to show you some of the stuff that we use that helps our sound sound so great okay so there are three devices there that we use now these are newer than the ones that we have ours are a little bit older but the main thing is we've got a compressor limiter that makes it so that our audio stays level that's the device that if i yell at krista it keeps, it keeps the levels uh, just fine, but also if I whisper, right? There's there's no problem hearing me, right? So that's important. 
it's, it's critical. You've got to have a compressor limiter. Uh, Sonic Ultramizer from uh, Behringer or BBE. Ours is a BBE model. Um, okay. What that one does is it crystallizes the sound, makes it sound absolutely sharp and beautiful. It just is like a, it's a magic equalizer. You don't have to set any settings. You just turn it on and it makes you sound just awesome. wonderful. Yeah. That's the magic. The Sonic Ultramizer. I, I, I hate to give away my secrets, right? There it is. It's only 87 bucks. Buy it through me, please, because at least then you're supporting the show in that way. But if you want to know the difference, I'm going to turn it off. You ready, Krista? We've done this before, and I know if you've been watching the show for a while, you've oh, seen this. Watch. I'm going to turn it off. Three, two, one. Now it's off. So the Sonic Maximizer's off. What do we sound like? I sound like I'm in a telephone, don't I? Like, a, like we're talking in tin cans just a, to each other? Just a telephone. It's got, all of a sudden, we sound... Terrible. A bit right? Now, I'm going to turn it back on so you can hear the difference. Ready, set, go. We now sound awesome. We sound awesome. That's out, Jimmy. Auto-tune that. There you go. Some people. Hope that helps. I know. It's so <laughs> rude. So rude. Well, we all know that. Thank all you right. for all the questions. And hey, I seriously want to help you, so... Uh, give me a call if you want. 2545-CAT5-TV. And let's chat. You help me, I'll Sounds help good. you. Or I'll just help you. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but we're in the middle of a studio build, so I'm busy on off hours. And, and I really can use, uh, you know, situations. A friend. Where, yeah, oh, a friend. Wait. <laughs> People who, uh, who want to, you know, if you want to build a studio, I'll help you. I'll consult you. But, you know, maybe we, maybe you can slip a donation or something. Something like that. Or buy the stuff through our store or whatever. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Love to help. Do you want our question? Yeah, please. Yeah. I Why do so. you keep holding I thought on? So, mm-hmm. um, oh, well, this is just a comment, but Robbie like will comments, like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's from Whiskey Zero. Hey, Whiskey Zero. It says Happy Birthday, Robbie. Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh, from a fellow Linux user, thanks for all the great program content. Well, yeah. you're, you're very welcome. And thanks for the happy birthday wishes. He is much wiser. I could tell. I came in here and that's I was her like, way of saying he's. I so was old. like, it must have been your birthday, and I missed it because you sound wise. You didn't say that. I said I missed your you birthday. You said you smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I missed your birthday. I'm yeah. terrible. It's all good. Happy birthday. Well, thanks. Here's a question. All right. <laughs> um, from Tech Seeker. Hey, Tech Seeker. Hi there. First of all, I want to congratulate you all for having such a show. Such, I'm going to say, great show. Uh, say awesome. For such a fantabulous show. It's better Unbelievably than awesome. incredible. If you leave out a word, we will we make will it up. put it in there. Whatever yeah. we want. All right. It helps me a lot more than words to be able to update in latest technology. Cool. I need your guidelines in finding security level in a server. Mm-hmm. I've hosted a web server in my home PC. I want to check the security aspect of my server and my site. Ooh. Can you suggest me some free tools or software through which I can check the same? Well, okay, to check your server, boy, oh, boy, that's going into some pretty complex stuff. Yeah, it can be. First of all, I do need to know what you're running. 
I'm going to assume because you haven't said it and because you did say that you were a fellow Linux user. Is that right? Uh, did he say I don't think he said that. Was that the previous email? Maybe he didn't got my say he's a Linux user. You're not a Linux user? No. I don't know if you're a Linux user. Oh, it says so, his, uh, his uh, home yeah, PC. Okay. He's hosted a web server so on his I'm, home PC. I, I have to guess that it's Linux. If it's not Linux and you're running a, a, a Windows IIS server, then I would suggest that you switch to Linux. There's a reason that most of the internet is powered by Linux because it's just it just makes more sense. And IIS is not the way to go, in my opinion. Um, so, going over to our website, category5.tv, one of the things that struck me there was, okay, how do we test our website? So, okay, hackers website. I just want to do a really, really quick search for an episode that I did with Eric Kidd. And we kind of, sometimes we get to this point and I encourage you to check out our, our website, category5.tv because sometimes we do get to this point where we we answer a question several, a several times. And because so much thought went into the answer, I think sometimes it's best just to say, you know what, check out our website, category5.tv, do a quick search. Let me just quickly see if I can grab it for you. Can you sing a song or something? Um, no. Every time I sing a song, you just outdo me. Whatever. So I don't feel comfortable doing that. You are Um, nerdy. I agree. The song. It's just a song. It says more. I'm serious. Oh, come on. I got to be able to find this for you. Let's, can it's I do not a having by? any luck, guys. I, I know it's just, but we've. It's not like we're live, like it's not like people are waiting. They are totally you. waiting. You're oh. crazy. Okay, I'll just I'm trying okay. to alleviate the pressure. Can I do a search for Eric Kid? Can you? Because I know it was with him. Let's see here. Uh, okay, viewer questions, viewer questions, choosing a DNS server. Let's jump back to season Crazy six. Crazy Eric guy. I know. So when you hear noise upstairs, <laughs> what's the first thing you think? Those kids are crazy. Um, what's really, really going to be neat about Studio D is that there's no kids we don't upstairs. have to worry about that. Yeah. There's an empty office We don't upstairs. think. Have you checked? I checked, yeah. Protecting your script. So if there's noises... Uh, we will be equally as curious as you are. Yeah, that's what he's weird, eh? Those would be giant mice. Maybe the new giant studio mice. is haunted and we could do like a ghost segment. Like, Might you know, where they do like those night Does it cameras. Fall on October 31st this year? Mm, I don't know. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. I feel like I'm almost there. <laughs> I don't know. New media going retro. <sighs> Did you find it? I did. Yeah. Okay. So oh. it's in season five. See, the the show, we've done 359 episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot of content. It's a lot to keep and it's, straight. So it's it's it can be tough sometimes, but we do our best to make it easy for you to find. So in season five, there's an episode called... Where did it go? No, I'm so kidding. Where it was just there here. it is protect your website with block script episode number 250 so 109 episodes ago we talked about this program to help you with your very problem so that's one thing that i would direct you towards okay so uh, the other thing is to think about is okay you need to have something to protect your server in the event of of somebody trying to whack away at it right plain and simple sasha and i talked about the fact that well, when someone is hitting your login form on WordPress, 
how are you ever going to know about it? Because they'll just keep mm-hmm. guessing and guessing and guessing until finally they get the password right because they're using a bot that does it a thousand times a second. So you instead set it up that if they guess the password wrong 20 times in a row, it blocks their IP address. You can add things like that to your server by way of IP tables on Linux. An easy way to make that work is a tool called CSF slash LFD. I'm going to grab that for you. It's a great tool. It's called Config Server and Firewall. I'm going to put links for you in the show notes for episode number 359, but there it is, configserver.com slash cp slash csf.html. This tool, which is available as a download, and you can install it from atar.gz. You need a little bit of technical knowledge uh, to, to do that, uh, but there are tutorials on their website to help you. Uh, there's an install.txt there that will walk you through how to do it step by step. And in fact, you can just simply copy the code here, which is going to, first line is, if you already have downloaded it, it's going to delete it. And then it's going to download the newest version. Then it's going to untar it, which is to say unzip it if you're used to Windows. Then it's going to change into that directory, and then it's going to install it. So if you copy those lines, it's actually going to go through and install CSF LFD cool. for you, and then you need to go into this slash the, the mice. So we're big mice. Very big mice. About the size of a three-year-old. <laughs> Once you've got that installed, go into slash etc slash csf. Look for a file called csf.conf and edit that file, and it will help you to understand how the system works. Open up the ports that you want open, port 80, for example, for your website, but it will monitor and keep track and keep you safe. Another great tip that I'll give you that some people are going to say, no, don't give that tip, uh, but I love to ruffle some feathers sometimes, but there are some great services out there. One of them is called Cloudflare. If you go to cloudflare.com, this service is incredible. I have to, you know, kudos to them. It is freely available for a basic website such as yours. As long as you've got a static IP, you can set this up. They become your DNS server. Okay. And then all traffic flows through their server because they're DNS, right? So if somebody tries to hack your website, they actually stop them at the DNS level. It never gets to your server. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Because they have the infrastructure of uh, of this massive cloud infrastructure to work with. Mm -hmm. You don't have that. You've got a server sitting at home. So adding Cloudflare to your domain, it works between your registrar and your actual server. It's the DNS server, right? So you point the registrar to this and you point this to your server. And then... It hides your IP address of your server, so people won't be whacking away at it on, uh, by the IP. But also, um, it does caching of static resources. Oh! So if you have a lot good. of images, if you have a lot of text files and HTML files, Cloudflare will not only protect you from hackers, but it will also cache commonly accessed resources, pictures and things. So the next Very person cool. who goes to your website will actually be getting it from their advanced C- uh, cloud network, the CDN, yeah. rather than your server, which is hosted behind a home internet service, so it's pretty slow. So they're going to get the website a lot faster. It's going to really reduce cool. your bandwidth usage. It's a fantastic yeah. service. Cloudflare.com. Like I say, it's available for free. If you need secure certificates like SSL, you need to pay for a, a commercial service. Uh, but for a home user like yourself, it's absolutely free. 
great. Thank you very much for the question. We've got uh, five and a half minutes left. If we well, do you have another one? I do. But oh, good. I'm just. What? So restricted by time. No, I didn't mean like we only have five oh. and a half. I mean, eh, we got lots of time. Oh, okay. Well, then lots that's and cool. lots of time. Yeah. Um, well, there's a question here that was from a few weeks back, so maybe we should answer that one. Oh, sure. Eh. Okay. So, uh, Gabe Razor uh, mm. wanted to know a few weeks back how to conduct a grep search through the contents yeah. of a folder full of chat logs and then grep even further through those results. I remember the question. That was, uh, that was fun. I actually remoted into Gabe Razor's system to help mm. him with this grepping that he had to do. Grep is a search tool in Linux that is absolutely awesome. I'm going to grab some of our chat logs here uh, on our server so that we can work with those. I actually have them, as you know, uh, on our server. So we log all the chats. Let's grab, say, the most recent, you know, 50 kind of thing. And I'm just going to copy them to my hard drive. Copy, not cut, Robbie. chat and paste there we go perfect they are coming across okay so now i've got a whole bunch of chat logs just like he had so you can see that there there are the logs it's just the irc chat log right that's everything that was said so let's just pick something at random um let's say okay good guy here said google is smarter and sells your bijet I don't know. Whatever you said there, good guy. We're going we're totally to use that sense. as a... We're, yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense. So we're going to use that as our grep search. So I remember I've got that folder full of chat logs. So watch what's going to happen here. Desktop, chat. That's where I put them. LS, you see that there are a handful of files there, right? So what I can do is I can go grep dash R for recursion so that it goes into subfolders if you want to. I don't really need that in this case. But my grep in apostrophes is going to be good guy's statement here. Let's use this one. For millions of money. Okay? So if I grab that, let's say I know that I want to find that or I want to find good guy in general. So I go like that. And then where do I want to search? I want to search in dot. In Linux, that means the current folder. Okay? So it's going to go through and it's going to find... Yeah, dot is a directory. Oh, okay, so maybe I do need dash r. No. There you go. So dollar signs need to be escaped. So for millions of, do you notice that it gave me the output of good guy's statement there, right? So if I want to see everything that good guy ever said in the chat, good guy. There you go. Oh, he's a chatter. Because I've done a grep dash r good guy, case sensitive, and then a dot for the current folder. So then within his statements, if I want to further grep, I can go pipe and I can grep dash, uh, no, and now I can grep for something else. Let's say it's uh, Darren, hack five. Okay, so let's say hack five. So anytime that good guy said hack five, there it is. Two times. All right. So what I did with the first command is I grepped through all of the logs to find anything that good guy said or anytime the word good guy was used. So it could have been Jot saying it, uh, but it would give me that line. Then I piped into grep again. The results of that now are going to be searched for hack five. So that's why I ended up with two lines here that have good guy stating something about hack five. So a multi-level uh, grep, I can do as many levels as I want to cool. do. Uh, you can keep piping, 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 and it's a good way to search through logs and try to find what you're looking for. Uh, usually works quite well. 
it's one of those handy little tools in Linux. So cool. Yeah. Do time for one more? Okay, yes. Yeah, I talked you into it. Yeah, give it to me. A uh, question from DJ Quad. Hey, DJ it Quad. says, hey, Robbie. I currently have a TiVo and will soon be getting a Roku 3 from your store. They yes. will both be on the same smart TV. All right. But the wire- wireless signal to the TiVo is already awful and getting Ethernet into the room isn't a viable option. Okay. I have a few questions. Hopefully you can answer. My main PC primarily uses Point Linux, but I dual boot into Windows 7 for gaming. It's hardwired to my modem slash rotor and also acts as my media server for the various mobile devices. Okay. So one, I'm assuming the TiVo and Roku can coexist since there are two HDMI ports on my TV. Correct. Um, would you recommend Mocha, M-O-C-A? Um, that's so that you can share your media players throughout the house if you want it, but you don't need it um, to start. I would say get, a, get your hands on a Roku 3, give it a try on the one TV and see if you like it. I know you're going to. I know you're going to love it. I'd be buying a Roku for every TV though. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> that's how I would do it. You're just pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. One for, okay. From cat5.tv slash Roku. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, but you can. No, but it, okay. seriously, it's such a great device. You want to have it. Um, so he says, would you recommend the Mocha or Powerline adapters? Um, doesn't Powerline matter which. Adapters? Yeah. It says, it looks need like I'll need for? adapters for the TV, TiVo, and Roku. Why? What do you need a power line adapter for? Are you located somewhere where it doesn't take the like the standard 110, 120? Maybe. That that might be the I don't know. Um and then Sorry, the I didn't third. I don't understand that that particular question. You right. need surge protectors. Right. So that helps. Get one. I learned today uh, and I I I I've learned this in the past, but a friend of mine learned this today. Robbie recommends that you get one that has a guarantee. A surge protector that says, "Yes, if you fry your equipment when it's plugged into this, we will pay you $50,000 to replace it. That's what you want. Don't buy the $9 one that doesn't yeah. have that. Uh, one of my friends got hit, their place got hit by lightning on the weekend. And uh, they lost a bunch of brand new computer that they just right. got about a month ago. Um, they lost some other stuff. They're not too sure because lightning right. strikes are a little bit weird. Um, and I said, well, did you get the surge protector that i recommended that had the guarantee because they'll replace it mm-hmm. no i didn't i bought the cheap one because you think at the time that you're saving money but then when it actually yeah, happens to you like why are you buying a surge protector no, you're buying it so it saves your devices so if you're buying to save your devices yeah. save yourself the money no. in the long run it's like standing at a car dealership and say no 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 hold the seat belts i don't no. want to have to pay i don't need i don't those. want airbags i That's only just need those money. if i get an accident i i need that the car to get me from a to b I don't need all this bells and whistles. And Although I'm pretty sure that they don't offer turn signals anymore in vehicles. I never see people use them. <laughs> I don't think they come <laughs> with cars. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, and then the third question, I yes. guess, he says, can you recommend a good universal remote to control all three? Logitech's oh. Harmony, Harmony Smart Control looks like the best for what I need. Plus, it has an iOS app which converts commands into IR codes for the remote control. Yeah, I would that say Logitech fancy. is probably the best bet. The 650 probably. Uh, Harmony 650 is known to work with the Roku's. Roku's? Is that the plural for Roku? Sounds fancy. Or is it Ro- Sounds Roku? foreign. Roku's. If you have the Roku's, get yourself a Harmony 650. And if you do, you program it in and it apparently works. Now, a Roku 3, though, has an accelerometer. Does the 650 have an accelerometer? I'm not too sure. Keep that in mind. If you're going with a Roku 3, the remote that comes with it has... It's like a Wiimote, in a way. You can move it around and play games. The 1 and 2 and all the other ones don't have that. They're just a standard remote control, so you can replace it with an all-in-one universal and there's no harm done. But... uh, 
and those are sweet remotes. But the ones that come with Roku are amazing. FM transmitted audio to a headphone jack in the Roku 2 and 3. So you can walk around the house, go out in the backyard, and it works like an MP3 player listening to your shows or whatever else. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. So you don't want to miss out on those features anyways. That's great. He also says thanks to Vance and turning me on to Point Linux. Cheers. Yeah, my pleasure. That's all the time that we have. Thank you for your questions, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show and our feature with uh, Kurt Neiman at Neiman Machinery. Uh, Krista? It's good to be here. While you're mean to me, it's always nice to see. That's why I don't come on often. I haven't seen you guys in, like, months. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Busy summer, right? Yeah, has been. Good. In in a good way. It's good, though. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, getting (laughs) lots of websites and designs. Yeah, lots of this. Yeah. Yeah. i got to be careful of these dainty programmer hands. Exactly. You don't want them to get calloused. Yeah. Speaking of all the work that I'm doing, (laughs) we're going to head over to Studio D now. Take a look. Check it out. Show it to Krista and see what, uh, what she thinks of... We're going to talk about color schemes and how oh, you want to... Because yeah. you're, you're the, she's the designer of our logo and... and uh, I think we should paint the studio this color. Can you see the that green? color? Yeah. The green? Yeah. That would be pretty yeah. cool because then we'd be able to do a lot of chroma key. And then when people would look at us, though, they'd just see that gray, green sheen reflecting Absolutely. on us all the time. It's perfect. Love it. All right. So that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Have a great week, Good. everyone. I'll see you next Tuesday night. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Category 5 TV broadcasts live from Barrie, Ontario, Canada every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you're watching this on demand or through cable TV, check out the local showtimes in your area at Category5.tv and find out when you can watch live and interact in the community chat room. Category 5 is a production of Prodigy Digital Solutions and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 2.5 Canada. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.